everyone. We're so glad you're here to chat with us. I'm Lauren, and I would like to introduce Alex. She's our newest member at United Way. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be joining the team and really excited to be here with Jarvis and Ms. Bentley-Brown today. So joining us today are our friends, Ms. Caprice Bentley-Brown and Mr. Jarvis Hamilton. Ms. Bentley-Brown is the principal at Martin Luther King Jr. Elementary School. And Jarvis is a community school coordinator at Martin Luther King Jr. Elementary School. Welcome to you both, and thank you so much for being here. Would you mind taking a minute to tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yes, I am Ms. Bentley Brown. I'm the principal of Martin Luther King Elementary School. Uh, this is my fourth year as principal. Uh, we are doing really great things at MLK. We are a Title I school, and we are extremely excited um, and honored to be partnering with the United Way with Community Schools United. It's a great initiative. And um, with this support in our building, it has provided so much um, additional support for our families and our students. So we're excited about our partnership. And me, I'm Jarvis Hamilton, Community School Coordinator at Martin Luther King Elementary. I started toward the end of last school term, but it really like hit the floor at the beginning of this school term. Honestly speaking, I pro I couldn't think of another school that I would be happier at. This this it was it, it somehow was a perfect fit. Honestly speaking, I, I couldn't even imagine being somewhere else. But um I work with the kids a lot with the different things, social emotional learning. Um uh, I I'm I'm sometimes I'm walking the halls, walking in on classes seeing what I can help with. I deal a lot with parents in that 211 um, services, uh, things they may need, a lot of that. And um, I deal with the community, bringing, bringing in things and helping get other experiences for the kids. So that's a little bit about what I do. People, they're so special. And the big smiles on both of your faces just <laughs> say so much. <laughs> Well, community schools, in case our listeners don't know entirely, um, Community Schools United is a United Way-led strategy that focuses on caring for the whole child um, and building relationships with families and caregivers, integrating supports like health access and educational resources, and also supporting our educators. It's a trusted nationwide initiative um, that has proven outcomes that show a positive impact. So United Way of course, doesn't do any of this alone. And like all of our strategies, it's really a partnership and a collaboration and most definitely a team effort. So, and I feel like that's where Jarvis and Ms. Caprice um, shine. So can you all talk about that partnership, some of the impact that have happened between Community Schools United um, and the school so far? Yes, I mean, it's, it's almost... It's not many things that happen at Martin Luther King Elementary with that that I'm not included in some type of way. <laughs> and if I'm not included in, then I jump in and 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 be included in it. Um, it could be anything from grilling for a report card pickup. Oh. Um, it could be being Santa Claus. <laughs> it, it, it could be. Um, we had a career day recently that was, mm. it was crazy because we had a lot of different kinds of people. So, and, and really, Miss Bentley Brown, she don't really, it's not too much that she's going to do without 
having a conversation with me about it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, the the partnership is is everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we're th- we'll think of something. I'll say, okay, well, Mr. Jarvis, what do you think about having donuts with dads on oh. Monday? And it's like two weeks away. He's like, okay, yeah, sure, we could do that. Let's get the donuts. I mean, everything just comes together. Um, some things, of course, over the summer, we were able to go to the um Community Schools United uh, conference that they had. And so we yeah. went there and we were able to just kind of hear what strategies that other schools were using in different states. And so we were able to brainstorm and we kind of said, okay, let's get an attendance committee. Let's organize um, an enrichment classroom at the school so that the kids could have those experiences within the the school day versus always after school or, you know, on the weekends. So we just, we were brainstorming. So we came back and formalized the plan. So we also have an attendance committee. Mr. Jarvis is our coordinator. So every Monday we're sitting around the table and we have our lists of students with attendance concerns and we have a designated person in the building who has to make the phone calls we do home visits that's another thing okay anytime that a parent doesn't answer the phone um and we are not able to reach them it's like okay mr jarvis i need to do four home visits today he's like okay let's go and so we hop in the car and then we go make our home visits and during those visits because we every time we have a a parenting session or parents are coming up, we're always informing them about Community Schools United and the support that Mr. Jarvis has for them. And sometimes they don't even know the support that they need. Mm-hmm. So we're able to kind of ask a few questions, probe here and there, and we're like, oh, you need that. Well, we have that. We can offer that. So in our home visits, you know, you're just visiting. You um right. you see in the families in their element. And it it it's really um, the experience sometimes is really what we need. We need to go to their homes where they are to figure out what do what do you need? And so when we go there, we're able to figure out, okay, your child is not in school because situations. And so once we learn about those situations, we're able to connect them with 211 and we're able to make sure they have whatever resource or support that they need. So when we're having our attendance meetings, we're sitting around the table. We have sometimes parents are coming in to talk with us about those issues. And at that moment, we're finding out those additional things that we need to provide support for. So like those meetings are very powerful. It's every Monday at 10 o'clock. So if you're ever free, just come out of school at 10, we'll be having our Monday um, attendance meeting. So we do that. Uh, we, Mr. Jarvis organized the walking school bus, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, he, I think he had over 16 volunteers that came out and that morning. We just went to the locations around the school that the kids are, they're walking in those areas. And it was like a, literally a walking school bus. Somebody was at the end, you know, they would get kids along the way and just walk them to school, which was great. And we even had a parent, she stopped and she was like, oh my God, y'all should do this every day. I feel comfortable, <laughs> like letting my child out. So she, normally she would drive her to school 
in the morning, but they would be walkers in the afternoon because, of course, you're walking home with a group of students. So, you know, it's safer. So she stopped her car and let the kid get out, just jumped in the line. And it was just so powerful. And it's like the little things that Mr. Jarvis thinks of and organizes that is we may never have thought about those things. Um, but the kids definitely are receiving it. The teachers are excited because um, the fourth Friday of the month during the day, we've organized fun time for the teachers to have that opportunity to just relax. Um, we did our United Way kickoff when we were doing the fundraiser and it was in Mr. Jarvis's room. We had uh, paintings so the teachers were able to paint and have treats and little karaoke, but just winding down. And he's always having treats for the teacher so anytime they need anything they know to go see mr jarvis because he has the treats that i didn't even know were in there and the oh, kids wow. were like well mr jarvis has some treats and i was like okay well, let's go bar his <laughs> we know where to go now Jarvis. right yeah. Uh, yeah. it's just anything it's just sometimes maybe we didn't plan it for the month but we're like what we should do something this month let's organize an activity we did um Get family game night, which was Tuesday. It okay. was awesome. Santa, uh, Mr. Jarvis was Santa, but I don't think I'm supposed to tell anybody it was him. But yeah, oh. he was Santa. <laughs> and um, we played bingo. And the pain, I mean, it was a full house. It was yeah. awesome. We also okay. had like connect for Uno games, just oh. stuff so that the families could just bond and enjoy. Yeah. Us, uh, the school just in a different light, not just, you know, going to the school when your kids has a problem, right. but actually coming up just to enjoy in their element. So that was fun. Um, had some gifts for the parents. Um, let's see, what else? We needed, well, we were discussing some of our, you know, you may have families that we're uniform school. So we want to mm. make sure that the families have the uniforms and that they're clean. and if whatever they could, any barriers that they could possibly have that we try to eliminate those barriers. So we were talking about a washer and a dryer. Uh And then um, next thing you know, Mr. Jarvis called and he was like, well, somebody has a washer and dryer. They want to donate. Can I go to the school on Saturday? And I was like, sure. So it's just any little thing that we could think of that would help just make things flow better for our families. It sounds like Jarvis is really busy. <laughs> busy. And I think he works like on the weekend, even when he shouldn't be working. Of course. It's yeah. always, oh, Miss Billy Brown, I thought about this. What do you think about this? And I'm like, yes, I think that'll be great. Let's do that. <laughs> um, but it feels so good to have yeah. someone else in the building with these ideas because the principal, assistant principal, the teachers, we're all in the hustle and bustle of the day of academics, behave, you know, making sure yeah. things are safe and orderly around the building. So just to have Mr. Jarvis here, whose mind is always on what is the next best thing for the school and the families. Yeah. And he brings the idea, or I mentioned a slight topic of anything and then he just goes and figures it out and then come back and he's like okay we can do this this and this so um and then he has a great team because they're always there for whatever he needs um I will say that Mr. Jarvis will organize it and then maybe I think I come in in the setup part 
because he's ready for to go and then it's like okay but where we're gonna be where we're gonna be he has everything else (laughs) the truth comes out jarvis he has all of the everything is set out and he's like okay well where we're gonna be though what we're gonna do and then we just like get it together but that's the funniest part (laughs) well okay it always comes together every time because he's done all of the hard leg work and so Mm -hmm. all i have to figure out is where I'm gonna put this grill so that we can make sure it flows well. <laughs> <laughs> or what bag are we gonna use to put this stuff in? Because he yeah. has stuff. Right. But, Those I mean, details. It's, right, it's, it's just fun and the kids enjoy seeing them. And he does car rider duty and and um in, every morning and every afternoon. So parents see him every day. Yeah. And so he's kind of on the front line because he, you, I mean, you can sometimes look and notice mm-hmm. and just in your observation, he'll know what should we do next for our parents? Because mm-hmm. I have seen at least a hundred to 150 parents come through this car rider line. And with that, I have seen, and if they have multiple kids, I've seen at least two to 250 get in a car every day. And then I've seen them drop them off in the morning. So he kind of, he's talking to parents. always constantly saying, you know, what do you need? And I'll say that he, and when he asks them what they need, it's like the sky is the limit. Right. I mean, you tell us what you need, which is what, um, honestly, just talking to Ben Moser with United Way when he came here and talking to Pam and Sydney and whatever it is, it's like, just tell us and not saying that we could do everything, but we can figure out what are some things that we could put in place. Yeah. Um, so I think that is the best thing. And he's always talking to parents. Call, he calls them. And if they fill out a form for support, he's going to check in on them. And then we have some families who have went to different, they've transitioned to another school. But it's like once you're connected to Mr. Jarvis. <laughs> It's for life. Mr. Jarvis. We have someone <laughs> moved to Phoenix City, Alabama, okay. and they're still connected to Mr. Jarvis. So it's like once he is in your life, like he's there, he's going to be checking in. And if you need something, anything, literally, then they know just to call him. So that has to feel really good that he has he has such a connection with not just the students, but the families. Yeah. So I hear you, I hear you that the teachers and educators have such a responsibility you know, they have a, a job to do. So it is, has to feel good for Jarvis to be there to, yes, that we can have fun and meet needs that are outside the scope of a teacher. So, but tell me what that means to the families that they have the school as a, as a central location in their, in their neighborhood that is more than just, you got to go learn. Yeah, I think they feel that we are connected, like we are a home away for, from home for their family, for their students. It's like when they come here, it's a safe place that we care about them. We care about their well-being academically, emotionally, like we're here to support. We are in collaboration with the families. It's not, we're not two separate, you know, entities just we are working together. So I think that they feel that we appreciate them and we want to make school as fun and exciting as we possibly can for them while they're here. And we want to expose them to different 
opportunities mm. that they may not be exposed to at home. Um, even like career day was really powerful because we had um, professionals from different organizations, different businesses coming in and knowing, and I, I honestly feel that Mr. Jarvis strategically went to certain professionals to come in based on our students and what they like. Um, it was professions that they, they were so excited. I mean, it was a makeup <laughs> artist there and they were all into it. I mean, like literally putting know, you would have thought that they were like auditioning for something. Um, but it was something that some of them were passionate about and I never would have thought, okay, well maybe we should have a makeup artist. So I feel yeah. like he was tapping into what are their interests. Yeah. Um, we had a hairdresser came and they were all into that. And you had some kids who were able to actually um, go over and they were putting beats on each other. Like they were actually Aww. practicing something that they wanted to do. And for our fourth and fifth graders, we allowed them the opportunity to choose which career stations they wanted to go to based on their interests. And so you could see them go and they had to actually complete a form before to let us know their top three to make sure that they would be able to go over. Um, but they were just excited and they felt a sense of like it was tapping into their passion. Yeah. Yeah. Is that true, Jarvis? Did you check out their interests? I mean, sounds like you have a relationship with all the children anyways. Yes. So you and, know. Their, and their parents. And like she mentioned the game night, like we had like 200 people here. Wow. You know, and you know, the, you know, no school works without uh, parent engagement. Yeah. And uh, cause there's only so much that the staff here can do if the parents are not on board. And we talk about it and talk about it. And I think, I mean, unconsciously, I, we probably haven't even noticed, but everything we do now has a lot, like you yeah. remember the, <laughs> the daddies and donut thing, we didn't even send a reminder out. We okay. sent it out right before the Thanksgiving holidays. Mm -hmm. And we didn't send a reminder. And daddies with donuts was the morning we came back from the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm -hmm. So usually the parents, they wouldn't show up. Okay. It was packed. The room was <laughs> And you know, the craziest thing is I text Mr. Jarvis that morning. So I yeah. work out at 5 a.m. So I have to wake up at 4. I text him and I it, it was like before 5 o'clock. I said, oh my God, Mr. Jarvis, I forgot to send out the notices over the break. Uh-huh. That we're probably not going to have any parents here and we're going to have, and he was said, he's, what he said is, we'll do it again. It's okay. We'll do it again. Sure. Text back. And we got here and it was like so many dads. We had to get more oh. chairs. Oh. It was so amazing. And I was so shocked. And I was yeah. like, that was God because I totally <laughs> forgot to sit. And I, I honestly didn't think that they were going to remember because, like he said, we sit it there Friday before Thanksgiving break. We were out for a full week. And it was so exciting. And the kids were so excited to sit with their dads and they had a yeah. paper they had to fill out, ask their dad questions, how old are you? You know, what is your favorite thing to do? And the kids had to put what do they like about um, their dad the most. So everybody oh. was writing that. It was so sweet. And that is sweet. Yes. Yes. So out of all these activities that <laughs> you come up with, Jarvis, what has been your favorite so far? The oh the walking school bus was big and I yeah. love the 
the family game night. Those two, the, the walking school bus was big just to get into the community. Yeah. Um, help the kids um, get to school. Uh, it was, and, you know, with the time change, it's kind of dark uh, early in the morning. Sure. So, so that was perfect. And we got another one coming in January. Uh, okay. And the game night was big because it was just so many people. And you can imagine a cafeteria full, jam-packed, with chairs on the side playing bingo. And I'm talking about with a Santa Claus <laughs> calling calling the balls, calling out the numbers. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. And those two things right there was the biggest two. Okay. Well, so it sounds like a lot of what you're doing is, is bridge building and building trust. And I think that's so special and important because, well, first of all, it takes a special person that wants to do that, is interested in doing that. Um, and because it's a big effort, but, you know, I think we all, we all feel like every child deserves this special feeling to feel valued and feel successful in their path. And we know that education doesn't stop when they leave the classroom. So tell me more about how important it is and vital to also include the families in this in this big collaboration. I think that without that component, you know, like you said, Ms. Caprice, it is just a separate entity. And so tell me more about how important it is to involve the caregivers and families. Yeah, like, like, you wanna go? Yeah, you can go. <laughs> yeah, because like like I said, um, they're the backbone because you know the 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 teachers and the staff see them and then they send them home. And, yeah. and so it doesn't take it takes a parent two minutes to change everything that happened at school. So they're the most important part of this. With the uh work with the car ride line and stuff like that, I have a lot of conversation with parents, even with walking parents, because mm. usually they they walk up and, and talk also. So what happens is, you know, the key goal is to try to keep them in school. So with like behavior issues or or just personal problems or whatever, it's like I'm like a uncle or something to everybody because <laughs> I've had a conversation with the parents and all the parents since they talk to me every day is like, well, uh, if 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 he show out in class again, just call me. So call if I walk by a classroom and see a student acting up, I just walk in, you know, mm. I take them outside. So you know I can call your mama, right? So, <laughs> so the per the personal relationship with the parents means that you know it helps control the kids a little bit because you know the the you know, kids know it's only so much that the teacher can do. You right. know what I'm saying? But they they know that their parents that's a little different, right? You know, and so it's a strong backing from the parents with everything that we do. Here, especially now, uh, it, it's 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 getting like real strong because when I when I first started, I mean we used to have conversations about uh, family engagement. What can we do to yeah. help family engagement? We we talked about uh, that a lot during the um, convention, uh, and and this year is 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 when starting from the first day of school, it we built it up to where where it is now. And yeah. so, you know, 
it's it's everything starts with those parents. Is it that you probably don't know what's going on in a child's life completely until you speak with a family and then you have a better understanding of how to really support them and and honestly like you know care for them in the school? Well, Ms. Benny Brown does a good job, but like when when the parents do have to come to school and talk, I mean, she kind of dig deep and, and so yeah. the conversation turns to what they need every time. Yeah. And, and it usually comes out. And, and usually I'll be walking by and peeping in or something and, and end up hearing something, or she'll say, come, come in, or she'll text me. And yeah, uh, we we hear everything then. Well, I've been having trouble finding a job, or I've been trying to find somewhere to stay, or our utilities are behind, we struggle, yeah. you know, so we get all that stuff, and then that's when we can help them. And right. so, but that doesn't happen if you don't get the parent engagement and you don't right. feel comfortable enough because because even in poverty, people are prideful. And of they, course. They're not gonna say nothing unless they're comfortable talking to you. Right. So I mean, she does a good job of that. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's a good collaboration. Yeah, and I think for me, honestly, every almost nine out of the ten parent conferences we have, Mr. Jarvis is going to be a part of it because he needs to be a part yeah. of these conversations. Um, and I, I, I pride myself on having the connection with the family, the parents, because I mean, you mentioned it earlier. When we talk to them, we find the root cause of the issues that we're having. And oftentimes when kids misbehave, there is a reason that they are misbehaving. And so we have to figure out what are the triggers and what's causing this behavior. And a lot of times it is emotional needs that they, they that a child may feel is not being met. Absolutely. And so from there, we have to talk about, well, why do you feel that way? And I'm really big on feelings and letting people, students and adults understand that feelings are real and it's okay to have them. And so we're just teaching teaching you how to cope and how what are the appropriate behaviors, because it is okay to feel sad. And if someone passed or if, you know, your lights are cut off, that is a reason to be sad or a reason to feel angry. But now how do you cope and how do you behave when you feel angry? Because I feel angry sometimes and just letting them know that feelings are real and we have to acknowledge them. So that is the conversations I like to have with parents and and understanding, having empathy for situations, Mm -hmm. not sympathy, but empathy and saying, okay, this is where you are. This is what we can do to help you. So let's move forward. Right. Um, and just acknowledging. So I think when parents know that you genuinely care and I genuinely care because their kids are here and if they're here and we want things to flow well here, then we have to figure out how to make it make things be productive when they're not here because their home is their first home. But sometimes it's like the second home because they're here, you know, right. all, you know, Monday through Friday for six and a half hours. But we just want them to know we care about them. We love them. And we want them to be successful when they're here and when they leave us. Right. And I think that all comes back to you, like you said, trust. You have spent so much time and effort developing these relationships. 
that turns into trust in them. And you can't know what challenges they have until you've talked to them. But like you said, there's a lot that goes into that. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me, you mentioned a couple of them, like finding jobs and um, utilities or things like that. But what are some of the big challenges that you often see um, happen? And maybe what are some of the wins that you see take place? Well, we've helped uh, a lot of parents find housing. Okay. A lot of parents, a lot get utilities paid, uh, especially during this season. A lot of people are behind. And clothing, we've helped numbers yeah. of, of families. Just I, I remember one, one household, I drove up with a big old trash bag <laughs> full of uniforms and dropped off. Um, we've helped, I've helped a couple parents go back to college. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a program that Troy, Troy University has that uh, got them back in college and helped them with daycare. I mean, whatever it is, honestly, it, it's not too much that too many problems that they could have that it's not something that that we could do to help. And yeah. uh, and and we use the help. And I think another one is listening. Mm. Like being mm. there yeah. to listen to the challenges that they're having. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. And so That's once so you true. vent and get it out. And then we say, okay, well, let's try this as a next step. Yeah. And that you're there to support them along the way. Yeah. And this That's is big. for the parents, not even the kids that we see every day. These are yeah. just, like, honestly, the parents, we talk about mental health and how important it is. And then some, like Mr. Jarvis said, some people are just so prideful that they don't they just hold it all in yeah and and they're carrying so much weight yeah and if you just sit down and have somebody that you trust enough to have this conversation open up and sometimes after they get it out they just feel better just releasing the weight that they're carrying yeah and then like helping them strategize a plan yeah. to help them move forward. I just, that is so huge to know that you all are there to just listen sometimes. That, that has to be really powerful to the, your families and the kids. Because I think what people maybe um, forget is their, their home life is this um, and they go to school, they don't forget what's happening at home and the challenges that are happening at home. And then so to expect a child to just forget all of that and, and focus on math or something without addressing, like you said, Ms. Caprice, their emotional needs. So to know that you all are making that effort and following through with the families, it's so powerful. So tell me some of the wins that have happened. It sounds like you've got housing and clothing. What are some other wins that you, you've seen happen? Um, just student behavior. Oh, really? Changing. Um, we have activities for them to do, uh, fun, engaging things for them to participate in. 
and they just we still have challenges but for the most part like behaviors are the kids are enjoying themselves at school. Like we have a bad, we had a basketball team, and Mr. Jarvis didn't even mention he was the coach. What, Mr. <laughs> Jarvis? Yeah. Um, but just and so basketball season is over for elementary, but the coaches still have practice with them after school on Wednesdays because the kids just need something to do. So just trying to make sure we keep them busy and engaged. Um, we have after school programs. We have chess. Okay. And um, the kids were able to choose the after school activity. And it's just like we have stuff now that they are interested in doing. Uh-huh. Uh, we have art club, we have cheerleaders. And so cheerleading season is over as well, but the coach still stays with them either yeah. Monday or Fridays after school just to give them that time to kind of be kids at school and still have a little bit of fun with their friends because throughout the day they're with their class yeah and so after school you get to socialize with different grade levels and do different just fun activities that are at school so I feel like that is just helping them be more responsible um it's helping them just know how to interact with each other in different environments mm. oh okay that's an interesting point what are your big wins mr jarvis and i and also it's it's helping the uh relationship with uh some of the the families mm. all, all together because i mean we've had families in there that that had issues themselves, like with each other, the whole dynamic. Oh, sure. Yeah. And so, so now we're talking about, you know, going to counseling and and getting family counseling and yeah. and things like that. So that's one of the big wins too. Now, now you're seeing families come to school closer and yeah. they drive up the conversations different in the car, you know, things like that. So that's another big win. And when you think about the things that we're doing. So just think a uh, 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 parent has a kinder, kindergarten or a first grader, second grade, and you're helping them find a job or go back to school, helping them with their utilities. So now they, they get a job, they go back to school. Now in three years, that, that child, fourth to fifth grade, now you can now you probably you can have conversation with them about credit and buying a house. Totally. You know? So so now you you building like it's it, you know it's a big thing that you're building now. Yeah. That's by you know what you start now because some of the parents that I talked to last year, I'm talking to now about a little different thing. Okay, you help me with the house. Uh now can now can you help me go back to college? Like one other parent that went back to school with somebody that I helped um find shelter. Okay. Now now she got somewhere to stay. She got a job. Now she wants to go back to school. You know, okay. then the next conversation is gonna be, you know, building her credit. The next conversation right. will be buying a house. Right. That's the kind of stuff that 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 what we're doing helps. And and yeah, that that's a huge deal. Yeah. And then they'll share with their friends the different things um, and supports that have been provided to them to help them then be more open. Yeah, they know they can trust you. Yeah. Um, so I think that is, that's great. 
this is giving me chills because what you're talking about, Mr. Davis, is economic mobility. And you're you're literally moving people out of poverty with mm-hmm. these relationships. And wow, I mean, who else can say that? That's incredible and huge. And I just want to give you you both such uh, kudos for that. You are pulling people out of poverty one family at a time. And thank you. Thank you for that because that's generational change. That is incredible for the community, for the families, for Chatterjee Valley as a whole. Wow. That's just it. That's wow. <laughs> and I, I mean, mean, it won't, it definitely won't happen overnight. And like, oh, sure. it's just like one family at a time. And sure. But for that one family, Mr. Jarvis, you helped them get into home and now they're in school. And that was just one year. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, this is a long-term relationship. So can you only imagine what, what you all can accomplish in a decade? That's really exciting. and. Wow. <laughs> I can't say that enough. Oh, I, the only other thing I wanted to know is what's up ahead. I mean, this is huge already. So do you have anything up ahead that you want to talk about? Are there more? Um, I don't know if you have any time, Mr. Jarvis, but do you have <laughs> anything else <laughs> coming up? Well, we're, we're going to do some more game nights because I, I think the parents love that. They, yeah. They don't think they love that. We're going to do some more uh, report card pickups with stuff added to that. Um, okay. We're going to do more walking school buses before the year is out. Okay. Next one is in January, and then hopefully we could do one maybe every month or so. Uh, those are some of the things that, that we'll be doing, and, and, and then we're doing more with, uh, with the staff also with uh, some of the things that they can do to have fun too. Oh, that's a good point because, of course, the families and the children are important, but supporting your educators and the educational staff is is just equally um, as important that they feel valued and they're providing an incredible service too. So yay for teachers. Yep. So we're going to, we go out on break on the 20th, so we will be collaborating to figure out what second semester festivity right. um, we're going to do. And I know Mr. Jarvis is going to be ready. <laughs> or whatever text comes to say, let's do this. But uh, the goal is to do at least one thing a month. Okay. For our families and one thing a month for the faculty. So we're going to, we know in January, we did say we'll have a back to school grill bash for the teachers, but they ask for fish fries. So we're going to figure out what we're going to do, but we'll have something scheduled for them on the 4th um, of January when we return from the break. Okay. From well, there, okay. every month we have to have an activity. All right. So if somebody wants to get involved, I mean, they can always donate to United Way through our website at unitedcp.org. Um, but if they wanted to get involved, how could they do that? They can always, uh, and a lot of people do this too. A lot of people stop by MLK to see me and <laughs> um, see what can I do to help. Yeah. So, and and I take them, introduce them as Ben Brown, and you know, uh, and and then some of them turn into you know repeat offenders. I I got a friend who comes here once a week just just to um, be here. Yeah, he'll he'll yeah. go do the lunchroom duty with me or something like that. Uh, so 
is is I've talked to some of the um the other companies that's affiliated with United Way. They always offer volunteers to come help with stuff. A lot of the volunteers sure. from the walking school bus came from uh, other employers. And for the next one, other employees already said, can we be involved? Uh, yeah, uh, those are some of the ways. Okay. And then also they can um, just follow us on Facebook. Okay. He Elementary School. Um MCSD on Facebook, and we post some activities and just things that are going on um, for the families, activities students are doing during the day. Um, so they can always kind of follow and see what's going on. But then also just call the school, 706-683-8815, and ask for either Ms. Bentley Brown or Mr. Jarvis, and we'll definitely have some things they can assist us with. Awesome. Okay, before we end, did we miss anything that you want to touch on? Anything important you want to say? You know, we did not talk about Boys and Girls Club that we have on site. Okay. So through United Way, we do have an on-site Boys and Girls Club. We've always mm -hmm. had off-site, but now that in the building and off-site, um, you could not go if you were five. So we had some families, maybe the older siblings could go, but if they had a kindergartner that was not six yet, then they could not. So with the on-site Boys and Girls Club, the entire family, because they take kindergarten through um, fifth grade, and it's right here in the building, and the parents don't have to pick their kids up until 530. Okay. But that also was able to give parents a little downtime when they were leaving work right. so that they didn't have to come straight home and have their kids, you know, that mental health break that they need. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that has been a great uh, addition to our school family. And we have at least 30 to 35 kids that are staying after school for that. So that's been great. Fantastic. Um, that, we covered everything. They're a great partner, Boys and Girls Club. We love them. Okay, well, Miss Bentley Brown, Mr. Jarvis, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us. Thank you. We thank enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. thank you for all the work you're doing. It's it's so important. It's so impactful. I didn't realize a lot of the things that that was going on in the schools. I'm still learning, um, and I think other schools in the area could use this as a blueprint and just think about the impact we can make long term in our community. It's it's amazing. So thank you. Thank you all for all you do for United Way. Because we appreciate you all. Hey everyone, we have even more incredible people joining us soon. So make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss it. To catch a previous episode or for more information about United Way, visit unitedcv.org. And thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here to chat with us. <laughs>